0: Oh, what was that meant to be something to wrestle with
1: oh okay I thought you were just going to go for a stone cold no I was cracking open a cold one you've missed your opportunity
0: no
1: doom bar not that it's promoted it's not paid promotion just you know nice amber yeah, we're not,
0: we don't sponsor anyone we don't we- do sponsored adverts no,
1: <laughs> no. Um, anyway what are we doing podcast Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the show. This is the Pro Wrestling Rollup, TMOF Wrestling. We are going to be talking through AW's Revolution. Today, we're going to talk about some of the fallout from Dynamite as we're recording this on um, uh, Thursday, 9th of March, 2023. So, we're going to go through that. Around the mic tonight, let's introduce ourselves.
0: It's me, Ash.
1: I'm Russ. If you're a returning listener, Welcome back. If you're a new listener, we hope you're going to enjoy the show. Before we get into the resting side of things, I also need to go and plug this laptop in because I should have done that before we started recording. Whee. But um, before we get into the rest side of things, Ash, F1's just started. Yeah, it has. Yeah. I want it to be over already.
0: Well, you're <laughs> the McLaren fan.
1: Tenth. We're at very bottom at the moment. Not a great uh, showing for McLaren. they got to do something about the the cars, man. I mean, there's, there's like no, little to no improvement. I don't think anyone was expecting... Uh, McLaren to like really hit it out of the park this season
0: no but you wanted them you would have thought they'd be like top 10 finish at least you'd well yeah
1: exactly I mean you'd also expect um, you know for Oscar to be able to have a a debut it's not his fault at all like it's not his fault at all the car it was just I mean you know even without all of the the errors and things. I mean, Lando pitted five times.
0: Yeah, but that's because of the car. Because
1: yeah. of the car. I mean, he he stuck it out, but Christ, terrible. You're a Haas boy, anyway, aren't you? Well, yeah. You took. I'm going to go plug this in while you
0: well, talk about your being as Haas on the local team from because we're Banbury, and they've got a base in Banbury. But to be fair, we are close to like all basically every team apart from Ferrari have got like a a, t- a base in around where we are. But yeah, it's Haas because. They're, they're the best Banbury based setting <laughs> since, um well, we had Simtech back in the 90s. That was um based in Banbury. Uh, I think, what was it, Vir- Virgin, I think they were called, back in like 2000, by like 2008. That was Banbury.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Haas kind of ended up exactly where I pretty much thought they would.
0: Yeah, but. Uh, both drivers were still going at the end of the race. Not McLaren.
1: Gonna miss. Uh, <laughs> Gonna miss Mick.
0: Well, he was there because he's part of Mercedes reserves, but
1: yeah, he's apparently he's going to be putting a lot of time into the um, the simulator. Yeah, they're they doing like night do. night shifts apparently, doing that. So he'll probably be the most familiar with the car by probably. the end of it. was <laughs> he's putting in? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, for McLaren, not a great start. We've got some upgrades coming in. Um, uh, April. April, but... So next month, but whether or not they're going to make much of a difference, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, pretty disappointing, but we'll see what happens. It's
0: Saudi Arabia next, so... Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll see. But, I mean, the new, big news from it was Aston Martin, really.
0: Yeah, the fact that they've been mid-table at best, but they have got, like, they've had cars that can do well. Ah, oh, well,
1: they've come in with a good car this season, hmm. and Alonso... Just, I think the stars just aligned, really. That's his yeah. 99th um, podium.
0: It is. Considering he's been away for two years. Mad. And come back two years ago.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think that's where the big story is, because of that. Hmm. Obviously, notwithstanding the fact that Red Bull absolutely and smashed they, it. Yeah. But know. they always do, wouldn't they? I mean, it's basically going to be Red Bull and then <laughs> whoever can kind of battle underneath them. I guess. At the moment, at least this season, but... We'll see. Yeah, you're going to have to... There's going to be a lot to look forward to as the F1 season progresses. We're probably going to end up talking a bit more about that Definitely. in in the middle of our wrestling chat. But uh, yeah, we should probably talk about the grappling.
0: I'll go on then.
1: We should probably talk about the grappling. First of all, I'll be the bigger man. Well done. Yeah. You're currently now leading on predictions. Prediction King
0: is fucking amazing.
1: See... I was being all humble about it, and you just jumped straight in there. I'd well, never do a thing like that.
0: Yes, you would. I want to I wanna <laughs> do the... Because uh, um, I, when I have won, I kind of had the, the Lee Mack joke in my head about Robbie Williams. What was that? Because he, go, he goes... Because well, he as a girl, like, he, had, his, he had a bit early on in his career, Lee Mack, about the joke about how he would come on stage because he had... Um, take me out by Franz Ferdinand and it took say Franz Ferdinand named after uh, the guy who started the reason why World War 1 started because he got shot and then he says think about better ways of starting a sh- uh, how people present themselves on stage and he says about Robbie, Robbie Williams about how whenever he would do a show he barely got he barely sang he'd proud to sing it for him
1: oh I, I remember this actually yeah
0: and it'd be come on Glassbury, you know this one <laughs> look at me smug as fuck and I, the smug fuck thing whenever I win is I think of
1: you're Robbie Williams. Yeah, you look a bit like him. Give us a bit of Angels
0: um, or no. rock, Rocky body. That was Timberly. What one of what am I thinking rock
1: of? Rock DJ, Rock DJ, that's what I'm Thinking of there you go.
0: No, because I have bad, bad memories of when I sang uh, Millennium. When I was like nine. You
1: sang Millennium at
0: school. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, <laughs> I think any, I think it was, any footage. No, oh. it was it was it was only in, in, only in the classroom. So why was you singing it? I think it was like an end of year thing and everyone had to do something so I thought I'd sing millennium and I hated it. Why would you do it then? Cuz I had to do something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah. You you are currently winning. Uh you did smack. We had to uh, we tacked on at the top of the comments the Christian Cage and Jungle Boy Jack Perry match. Yeah. Um, because when we recorded the predictions dynamite hadn't happened yet. No. So did we yeah. do the
0: we didn't do the, the Pre-show did we? Because I think that,
1: the pre-show wasn't announced either. I don't think that match was, announced, was announced until
0: Dynamite. No, because I don't think it was announced until like the day before. I don't
1: think we would do pre-show anyway. In all honesty, but
0: I mean, it was an easy, easy pick because it had Briscoe in it. Yeah, and not that's not
1: because. Well, then, well, he's not going to lose anytime soon. No. Yeah. Well, we'll start. We'll kick things off with AEW Revolution. Uh, this is the which one will this be now? The fourth, fourth one. I think. Hang on. Uh, th- uh, third, third cuz the, the first one was just the, the, the just last, before the pandemic yeah
0: then that yeah. might be that might be the third fourth
1: this is the third one so it was on march 5th 2023 took place yeah. from the chase center in san francisco it's the fourth one How was it the fourth
0: 2020 21
1: 22 24 yes the fourth one 2021 20, 22 23 okay fourth then. um that's <laughs> a good day yeah, 9000 in attendance Seems very low. It
0: it does, but they've barely they've barely got like over ten thousand for most for most of the pay per views anyway.
1: No, I remember reading about this one that they were struggling. I don't know if struggling is the right word. That's that's how the reports were saying it. But yeah, nine thousand does seem a little on the low side. But the show itself, I mean, as I said during the predictions, it wasn't anything. I wasn't really buzzed going into this. Um, in all honesty. But it was one of those where you just kind of go, well, you know, it is AEW. And AEW pay-per-view does tend to have uh, really good wrestling on it. Like, it tends to be a good time, right? I can't
0: can't think of any pay-per-views of theirs that have been below average. No. Apart from when they had Matt Hardy come back from a concussion, (laughs) like, five minutes (laughs) later. Which which was all out, that was, wasn't it? All out 2020, I think.
1: 2020.
0: Apart from that, there's been no really bad pay-per-views.
1: I don't think we'll go through match match by match. We're not going to do an in-depth um, review for this one because, quite frankly, I haven't watched all of it.
0: I've seen bits and pieces as well. So.
1: Yeah, I've watched what I, I knew. I mean, I was obviously very interested in the 60-minute Man match. More so because, like I said, I, it's a big ask, really, 60 minutes.
0: Yeah, especially when you got eight matches, wherever it
1: was. On pay-per-view. Well, we said at the time there was seven matches in total at the time, but it's eight uh, by the time they added the Jungle Boy and Christian match, and then plus, obviously, the pre-show match. Yeah. So, you know, if you're there as a fan, that's a long time to sit through. It's a lot of wrestling to sit through. Yes. But um, also for here as well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not watching, I can't watch that live, like because as much as I would then want to enjoy the, the Iron Man match, I'm not going to be able to at four in the morning. No. You really. know? <laughs> um, but this one, uh, I think we both called this, it went to sudden death.
0: I think so. There's, they rarely do, like... It's either last second wins, or it is um sudden death.
1: I would like to see something different in an Iron Man match at some point. Well, have
0: someone, like, 3-0, three, three wins ahead with, like, five minutes to go. Yeah. And they don't get any... That, that's just not drama anymore, is it? You need you need storytelling.
1: Yeah, but you th- I think something... You know, there's, there's not- something... There's, I think there's going to be room there to try something different down the road. Because that's what I mean. Like, we both called that. Yeah. And that doesn't mean there's necessarily anything wrong with it, but... Um, am I right yeah, in
0: thinking just, I must say, I was gonna say, Am I thinking it's the longest Ironman because I think Michael's Brett was only like a couple of minutes longer well
1: this him. wasn't really that much longer It's about five minutes
0: which I think it needed you can't just keep you just, it's yeah.
1: yeah ended 4-3 MJF victorious retains the AW World Championship
0: I like, what, I like the fact he used the oxygen tank to beat up <laughs> <Brian>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was brilliant
1: the match is really, I mean, really is very, very good. I've, I've not watched it all in one sitting um, because I've just not found an hour to be able to sit down and just enjoy that one match, let alone however many hours for the whole show. So yeah, and plus you know,
0: it's not easy to watch an hour's wrestling without being distracted. It's you, I don't, I don't know. That's true. I don't know if you. I can do it with move. Weirdly, I can do it with movies. When I can go I can to the cinema and not look at my phone for the whole like two hours or whatever.
1: Yeah, but a film's very different though, yeah. isn't it? Like You're watching... a Well, potentially, depending on what you're watching, what film you're watching, but you're watching different scenes in different locations with different characters with different pacing, whereas with an Iron Man match, you really, you, you've got the same few angles, the same people. Mm. The only thing that really changes is the pacing, right, for a yeah. psychology of a match. So, yeah, it is different. But, yeah, I mean, this definitely looks like, um, from what I have seen already... Definitely going to be the match of the night, and um, I've seen some people heralding it as the greatest Iron Man match that's ever happened. Um, mainly because there wasn't too much of sort of like th- those down periods. Because I really like Brett and Michaels, but you know, I agree that there are a lot of downtime moments in that match.
0: Yeah, but I haven't, I haven't watched that match in a long time. But the last time I watched it, I got bored. I think that's it. Now, I think that, was a, people, that was a, a few years it. ago, though. Yeah, I still say the um, Triple H rock one is my favorite that is a good one but it does help that with Undertaker's return how big that, how massive that pop was <laughs>
1: yeah but no I th- this one I think definitely is going to be a match of the night I think it lives up to the the hype so to speak but um, it's not to be totally outdone by Jungle Boy Jack Perry and Christian Cage the final burial so this was basically a casket match
0: it, it was the uh, Smackdown vs. Raw Care uh, Buried Live match Really, because it was where the where the casket was placed.
1: <laughs> yeah, except it had the funfair attraction part of it at the end with the how the, how the they, plunge of the like the coffin just drops, doesn't it? The coffin, literally.
0: Yeah. Imagine if they did that to Darby and Well, fun. there you go. You see but, that
1: feel, feels like they they got their pillars mixed up.
0: But the funny thing is, right? How can you do that safely? Well, because obviously Christian has to be in the casket for real, unless he. Cause it wasn't like it wasn't like he just went shut the casket down. Give it a minute to so freeze out the out the way. Well, I
1: mean, it depends what what he's landing where, where the where the casket lands, isn't it? For a table, puff, you know, no, no, no <laughs> it's no not it's it. not just it's not going to just full on twatter into no, the concrete the, the, floor, the, the is the, might,
0: it? Yeah, well, Muhammad <laughs> <the> sound style.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not writing him off. <laughs> well, well, I don't think they are anyway. Well, that
0: was the thing. Are they? Taken him off TV for a while. Well, he's just been off TV for yeah, a he's while, so, so he's, he's, I'm just injury, But you know the internet thing is like, oh, he's going to WWE to be with Chris, for, to Edge and Christian for the last time before Edge retires. Well,
1: that's funny because the there's been all these rumours the other way around that Edge might be going to AEW. And I have no idea where these have started well, from. But
0: he, did, he did say that he was thinking about going there before he came back to WWE. Well,
1: that's how he ended up back in WWE, because AEW made him an offer. Yeah. And... He felt loyalty to Vince yeah. and WWE, so he went to went to them and just said, "Look, I've been offered this much, I can be cleared. You know, if if I'm telling you first, because if I can be cleared, you know, I'll come back here. But if not, then I'm going to go there." So, oddly enough, he suddenly is then cleared by WWE doctors. Yeah. <laughs> well, not it's not just WWE doctors, but he's he's cleared for WWE. Plus, he has
0: mates with FTR, which we'll get to in a minute.
1: Yeah, we will do. <laughs> we will. Do. We certainly will get to him. Speaking of though, writing off uh, TV, you probably should mention uh, the aftermath of the MJF and Brian Danielson match, mm. um, as we found out on Dynamite last night. Uh, Brian Danielson causing up a stir, shaking up a stir in the community by saying that it's time for him to go home, and that's been interpreted. Which of course they knew it would be. But that's been interpreted as he's going back to wwe no. or he's going to ring of honor or maybe it's just literal and he's just going home for a bit he, he <laughs> is he he
0: has the he has the right to have time off like, Come on, i like moxie but you know how like edge will be like doing a feud and then go away for a bit oh that's like, when he's not like, like like filming yeah. though Or brock does like a feud and goes away for a bit which I don't mind that.
1: because he's farming.
0: Yeah. But I don't mind it with Brian because of the neck, the concussions. I think it, it, Give him, it, give him, get, let him have some time off. I, don't, I think everybody
1: deserves some time off. But
0: wait until Super Caravano when he beats up uh, Claudio. <laughs> oh God.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, could do. Could do. I'm looking
0: forward to that show.
1: I'm looking forward to it, but. I'm looking forward to Kingston and Claudio.
0: Look, I'm looking forward to it being another AEW show. AEW <laughs> <Like
1: a ding. laughs> Ring of Honor. Yeah.
0: Nah, I, I don't know. I, have, I do have faith it would be a good show.
1: Yeah, Brian Danielson, see what happens with that going forwards. Uh, possible he'll turn in the works. I think we'll probably put that theory out there.
0: Well, Moxley and Claudio kind of turned heel on dynamite. And Blackpool Combat Club is still a thing. You know, no one from Blackpool's in the club.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, including Recall, because he's not from Blackpool either. No, he's Birmingham.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. near enough Birmingham. I don't know if he's like Warhampton or whatever, but he's definitely. Well, they definitely um, weren't
1: black blackpool um but yeah okay so that that was two two good matches um they do call back to certain things during the final burial match don't they i I did like the call back to the concerto i did on the ramp um it just feels like that was so long ago now though that like everything else and i know the christian injury hasn't helped and that's nobody's fault but uh was it a year ago uh, that's what i mean like i just feel like some of these feuds just they could be wrapped up quicker (laughs) You know? Yeah. Or just like, I, I don't know, Matt. Like, I feel like I've took such a break from AEW and I've come back and nothing's really changed apart from the TNT title, which we're going to get to.
0: Well, we also the fact that now, on Dynamite, uh, they've announced that the All-Anonite title has been coming, the, is now what we call the international title.
1: Is that what the big announcement was from Tony? Yeah. Wow. he, he did it that. himself.
0: He didn't get Adam Cole to do it this time. Oh. Uh, <sighs>
1: I don't I mean, mind they've, that. They've only just debuted
0: it. No, I don't mind the name change because All Atlantic, where, take your leave it. It's, I'll that's, be honest. That's a 70s thing anyway.
1: I don't mind it. I thought All Atlantic's cool but they've got so many championships now and it just goes to show they didn't really care about it that much because where was it?
0: Well, he was in the Fatal 4-Way tag. Oh, exactly. Even though I think Orange Cassidy in singles is like 21 wins in a row. I, it's just it's strange
1: I'm glad Ring of Honor has got its own thing going now and they can put all the Ring of Honor stuff on its own thing because that that was a large reason I think so many people have switched off from AEW because it's just it's just too much like just focus on a, AEW should be AEW well the fact that and it's it was so much Ring of Honor as well Yeah, and you know when it's not Ring of Honor it's trying to throw shade over at WWE or trying to be WWE or blatantly trying too hard to not be WWE and it's there's such a weird kind of like you can clearly you can see really clearly like with certain matches who kind of had input on what definitely because you can see that sort of PWG style for a lot of them and you go yeah that's Bucks and you know whatever their yeah. their handprints all over that and then some of the other stuff and it's just like no nah, not not so much that like Brian and MJF for example uh Jungle Boy and Christian Cage not so much, but I think it'll be interesting to see where where Jack Perry goes from here. Um, I like to say like the TNT title, but no, let's just that's a cursed championship. Well, the now. fact
0: do you know what before we get to the match, I've I was looking at this since the de- debut of the belt. There's been eighteen title changes.
1: Are you including the one that just happened on yes. Dynamite? Yeah,
0: and it's it's been going for three years. We might
1: all. as well talk about it now. Then, so we'll we'll say. Um, It's worth pointing out, by the way, that final burial match was uh, just under 15 minutes. Most of them clocked in around about the sort of quarter of an hour mark or or under. Yeah. Um,
0: Which you needed when you
1: got an Iron Man match. Yeah, no, absolutely, definitely. But yeah, we'll talk about the TNT title match then. So this was uh, reigning defending champion Samoa Joe, who's also the Ring of Honor TV champion, the king of TV. King of TV. And he was uh, defending against Wardlow, who's debuted a new haircut.
0: Yeah um fair enough no i'm not bothered by it I mean, it's, it's his hair it's, it's <laughs> some, sometimes like, people get too worried about haircuts i
1: know like it's not <laughs> it's, it's their body yeah. like, you, you don't do that anywhere else I know you, you know either. you don't walk down the local tesco you know you've been going in there for for years and you you know some of the guys in there and there's one guy that always has his hair a certain way and then you go in one day and he's cut his hair off you don't go home and then start kicking off about it do you like, no, I'm going to mention that on my podcast later. But sometimes you Steve might Steve down Tesco cut his hair and now he looks generic.
0: But, some, <laughs> but sometimes, yeah. sometimes when someone cuts their hair, you don't recognise them straight away.
1: Yeah, but what's yeah, that? That's, that's fine, but he's yeah. but he's still Wardlow. What I'm saying is, is that yeah, I think it's so, so, it's, too many people have got out. And said that, like, oh, he doesn't look, you know, it looks silly and it looks blah, blah. It's his fucking hair. I know. I know Just let him have a haircut for crying out loud. It's not affecting anybody else's life I know in the telling, slightest.
0: I know WWE has to give permission to do that kind of stuff because obviously, like, the, the marketing with Doll, the, the games, and all that kind of shit. Yeah, like I with figures know, and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the AEW does that because it's this different type of different company. Oh, I
1: don't know. Yeah. But. I agree. I, I will just say on that note, I, I do agree with that. I, I can see why WWE would want to do it. Yeah. Like, I know it's easy to go, oh, like you can't do it. You can't even take a shit without asking permission. But it's like, well, no, because but that's that's the thing, isn't it? Like, if they want to market stuff from you, and also that's the other thing. Like, if you're going to have a drastic haircut, because this is what we said. I know we're going a little off topic, but welcome to the show, everyone. That's what we do. But <laughs> a little off topic with the haircut side of things. I said this about Baron Corbin. hmm because everyone was saying for ages, like he's going to cut that off soon because that is receding. I mean that that is that is going. Yeah. And there was no reason that couldn't have been a, a like done within the confines of wrestling match. You know, like yeah, a hair everyone, versus hair everyone match. Everyone or, was
0: asking for that on the internet for like, But he,
1: he, two years. Was didn't he? He just showed up, didn't he? In like a backstage promo, and he was bald.
0: No, I, um, he came. Um, I remember this because I was thinking, did I miss a segment where he had, had like he lost a hair of his hair? He came out on Raw when he was doing that Constable Corbin gimmick. Constable
1: Corbin, that was it. God, it, those he, are he, terrible he just, times. I can't
0: remember who was doing a promo in ring, but he came out. And I'm thinking, have I missed something? Because he's got no hair, and then it turns out he cut his hair that show because they did like a video on a YouTube video like the next day about how he cut his hair off.
1: Yeah, but again, it's just a missed opportunity, isn't
0: yeah, it? I know it's a heel thing to do, but still.
1: But yeah, anyway, Wardlow's had a haircut, and uh, (laughs) he does beat Joe in a pretty mediocre match, really.
0: I've I've not seen it, but from what I heard, it's like they kind of made Wardlow look like a jobber that got a good win.
1: Uh, Yeah, so Joe gets most of the offense in, which, you know, realistically, wouldn't have mattered so much if it wasn't for then what happened on Dynamite. Um. That's the thing now. Now Dynamite's happened, it completely overshadows really everything that happened in this match. So Wardlow does pick up the win, mm. wins TNT title. And obviously, like the rest of us, we're going, right, Wardlow felt like he needed it. Second win for him. You know, he was so hot when he first won the TNT title because it would come off the back of the MJF feud. And yeah. He was reaching sort of... I don't. I, a little hyperbole, but like, you know, he was kind of moving into that Goldberg territory of everyone's getting behind the big powerhouse that squashes people. And, you know, those were entertaining. Then he squashes MJF in what was probably the perfect booking.
0: Yeah, even without the stories about MJF no showing everything and possibly leaving. But again, you don't know how
1: much stuff is a work and how much isn't, and that's how exactly how it should be, right? It
0: is, but when you're uh, you, every fucking thing like that, Tony Khan doesn't want to talk about it. It kind of gets on my nerves.
1: Well, that's that's Tony Khan, though, isn't it? It's not. It's not on these guys. No, but you know, he, he comes off and he's hot on that, and then it just kind of all just went a bit weird. Like you know, the Darby Allen thing. Like where did Darby factor into all of that? Because what, what this is what I don't get with this title. So for those who may not be aware, a spoiler alert then for Dynamite is that Wardlow, of course, on the previous Dynamite, as I predicted, I should have got a point for that, but... Powerhouse. You know.
0: Huh? You're talking about the Gala match? Yeah, Powerhouse, Willie. Yeah, he won yeah, the yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, you
1: said Wardlow. Did I say Wardlow? Yeah. Well, all right. Sorry. Dickhead. What do you want? Air cut? Uh,
0: no, I was losing mine
1: properly. So. There you go. I wanted you to say it. You've been conditioned well.
0: I don't wear. I had to hide mine.
1: <laughs> Your hair's not conditioned well. No. The uh, <laughs> powerhouse Willie, my boy, Will Hobbs, and I. I do. I fucking love Will Hobbs, man. I've been saying whatever the. Do you remember we did the the AEW roster Naughty or nice? Yes. And I said, man, like Will Hobbs is going to be like he's he's the boy, like he's he's going to get he's got to be at the top at some point. Um,
0: and he was at the top of the right, though he was top of the ladder with three referees holding it down <laughs>
1: pulled down the sonic ring and uh, it does look like a sonic ring
0: it does but uh, that joke's been around since the first match
1: oh is it yeah well it still looks like a sonic ring so so he pulls it down and they go straight in with it with well, this week's Dynamite he challenges Wardlow and beats him for the TNT title now obviously shenanigans aside Cutie Marshall comes out um, uh, beats down Wardlow with a chair hmm And that's what ultimately kind of leads to the the finish of that match. So I get why they've sort of done that, because they want to sort of protect Wardlow somewhat. I mean, he he didn't get squashed by Joe, but like we said, he didn't get a lot of the offense in. It was mostly Joe in that match. And then Wardlow was just fortunate to pick up the win. then he immediately essentially loses it three days later. Yeah. Um, And and they're trying to say that obviously, you know, it, it took extra it took interference for him to lose that match but that doesn't really I mean that still doesn't really look that great and also it, you know Will Hobbs doesn't need he doesn't <laughs> he need- doesn't need any help no. I would have been much happier to see if they were the thing is I think for me in wrestling and everybody's different and everyone's got a preference so if this isn't necessarily your preference and if you enjoyed it the disclaimer of course is obviously you know you're not wrong for enjoying it but from my perspective, actually, this is how I would have probably seen this going down. And again, I don't want to play Armchair Booker, but my preference in terms of what I think sometimes I prefer to see.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're going to do someone over, just go all in on it. So Wardlow takes a paste in at um, Revolution, and then but does pick up the win. Immediately drops a title. Why not just have Hobbs just smash him? Because if you, if you were going to do that anyway, if it, there was no other alternative to... The, the end game was always going to be Powerhouse, Hobbs takes the title. Now, why you couldn't have done Powerhouse, Hobbs taking it off of Joe, I don't know. Probably because it's heel versus heel, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, Wardlow picks up a loss instead. So if you're going to do it, just go all in. And then look, Wardlow's already lost the steam from the MJF stuff. And they're not going to pick it up that good now. He needs he needs a good opponent to go against. But the trouble is, with someone like Hobbs, it's also Hobbs's time. Yeah, you know. So it's you can make the argument for like, yeah, I'm really, I'm super glad Hobbs has become a champion. It's a shame the belt doesn't really
0: mean all that much. Like, no, when it's changed hands about five times this year already. No, but I'm super happy for Will Hobbs. Yeah.
1: But I just think like, why not do the story with Wardlow's like completely opposite now. Like, have Wardlow go out and lose to QT Marshall. Almost like the Austin Theory treatment. If you're going to do it, just... just like if Because if you, you're already doing it, you might as well just go all in on it, mm. put him to the bottom, and then just have him have this, like, just at some point down the road. I know with AEW that might take years. <laughs> so, you know, providing you didn't do that. But at the end of it, it's just like he just has enough and goes berserk. And you could turn him... You could keep him face. You could turn him heel. You probably want to keep him face. Because that's what that's the Wardlow people want to see, is the Wardlow that smashes everybody. And at that point, then enough time's gone past where Wardlow works his way back up smashing everyone and then you take on MJF. And he beats MJF for the title in the same way that he beat him at Double or Nothing last year. I'm just saying like you've got to go one way or the other because this this like fifth this half half of it, it, it doesn't like Wardlow's lost kind of a lot of what made him special to begin with. It, that's just my take from it. Yeah. That's a bit long-winded, but like that's kind of my take from it. Again, I'm super happy for Will Hobbs, but you know these mid car titles in AEW, all of them, all of the mid car titles, the All Atlantic, that's whatever it is now, the international. Call it international. The TNT is just, you know, it's, what even is it anymore? And then um, even the TBS, like Jade's great, but that that's its own problem in its own right, isn't it? But there, you yeah, go. the fact
0: she's barely on.
1: Well, she wasn't on revolution. She
0: Wasn't on revolution. Barely see her on TV. Apart from a promo, I don't think she. She's about like fifty-three, I know, but she's not got. A cha- she's not. She, she
1: forgot about. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she's not. I love
1: Jade. I do love Jade. She's great,
0: but it's time she moved on now to the, the actual main title.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Like, at what point, you know, she's not. What makes that the mid title, and what makes the other one the main title?
0: Well, the fact that it, it's, TBS is now the where Dynamite is. And
1: TNT's, um... Yeah, so TNT should just be Rampage. Yeah, it should be, but no. That's peculiar. Really peculiar. But anyway, look, you know, I'm not going to shit on it all. Again, I love Joe. <laughs> Bit my lip there. I love Joe. I love Wardlow. I love Hobbs. Joe's going to obviously go off to Ring of Honor now and, and just do the Ring of Honor stuff. I think that's good. Uh... But yeah, it's, it's hard to really talk about that match now without talking about what happened on Dynamite, isn't it? It is. But overall, just really puzzling, to be honest. Um, we did get the Texas deathmatch. In
0: California,
1: where <laughs> it was. <laughs> of course, there was blood. John Moxley is defeated by Hangman Adam Page, which we we called. Yeah. Um, but- I was
0: a bit surprised at the finish because I thought Texas death Matches were a pinfall, then you get 10 seconds to get back on your feet. But maybe that's my. Like,
1: that's it's... an old... Is that Texas deathmatch or is that... That's Texas deathmatch. Okay, that's the. That, but that's old, like, actual Texas
0: yeah, deathmatch. Yeah, I don't know if it was... Don't know if that was... I don't know what the rules were, because obviously I've, I've seen bits and pieces from, like, every match, but I've not...
1: Mate, well, liked... you Beats him by submission in this, well, Yeah, which I like was... the
0: fact the Hangman won by hanging. Yeah. Even though I'm not a fan of the Hangman spots, because it just... Yeah. Also... I know it's AEW and they can do this, but there's too much barbed wire.
1: I don't know about that, though. So I'll, I'll, I'll jump to the defence on that one, just because it is a Texas deathmatch. I think if you're just doing it every other match... um, Well, to be honest, if you're doing it every other match and you're that type of promotion, it doesn't matter. But I th- the, the only reason it, I think, jars people is because a lot of the time you can't really tell what AEW wants to be. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying before, like you've got all these different sort of hybrids of like japan and pwg then they kind of want like other stuff in there where it's a bit you know they've, they've got those wwe elements and it's just it's a weird jumble and again look, like, you've got to appreciate you've got to understand that they're still a really new company it's still a baby company
0: yeah, it's not even five years yet
1: no it's not so you know it's it's still super early days um but you know it's it's just one of those i think they're still finding their feet with it and that's why, again, I just don't think the Ring of Honor stuff helped because you're, you're trying to, you know, carry on the legacy of of something that was uh, so big and beloved within the wrestling community as Ring of Honor. Yeah. And you're trying to, you know, inject that into to, to your own thing, which you're, you're still trying to figure out. And, but yeah, but no, the um, <laughs> the match itself. This was the second longest match of the night, about twenty five minutes. This one.
0: I think it needed. I think of all the matches, it needed to be long because yeah. it's going to be brutal. It's gonna be violent. It delivered. Yeah,
1: it delivered. I think it's good. And like you said, though, <laughs> Moxie's not going to get that time off. I think that's a myth now at this point. It
0: is because that was what um, it to be after all. All in.
1: I think if Moxie genuinely wanted time off, he'd take time off. Like let's let's not be. You know what also, I mean. Like if he really needed it, he would take the time off.
0: And because Renee's just got in. Yeah. Having her go off, you wouldn't start a job and go. Actually, I need I need a week off
1: no but that, that was pro- that might have been again I'm not Marcus, I can't speak for him but um, you know that, that that could have been a big factor if he did want that time off before and that was his choice yeah that might have been the big reason you know he's still got a uh, I say a newborn but he's got a little baby girl at home not, his it, wife at home yeah, you know sometimes say, you want to take a it's bit a of time baby off.
0: even a year old yeah
1: probably two years I think probably yeah
0: yeah um, but th- that was
1: a good match, and I think that, that lived up to most people's expectations. I think the a lot of people's match of the night seems to be the six-man tag, and I'll be honest, I've not watched it yet.
0: I've seen bits like and pieces, and there's one thing I love about this match. What was that? Uh, Young Buck's about to do the amounts of driver to, I think it's Malakai, mm. and Buddy cuts him off by doing a knee.
1: Oh, no, I have seen that in the highlight
0: reels, I'm yeah. Like, oh, that is... That, is that
1: knee looked horrific. Like, in, in the best way possible, it looked awesome. Because
0: the funny thing about this match is that there's always been a joke about how much Omega and um, Buddy Matthews are so alike.
1: With their... yeah.
0: And and uh, like, they might do a time cop. Like, if they touch, they might blend together. <laughs> 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 um,
1: I'd love to see that as a feud, like, in all honesty. Well, did you, but, did you
0: know that was what The Undertaker vs Undertaker was going to be?
1: What, like Time Cop?
0: They were going to... There was going to be lights out or whatever magic, and then the idea was they were <laughs> going to blend together, and they'd be just. That's why the Undertaker was be that Undertaker, and that's why the fake Taker was never seen from again.
1: You buy it in those days too. You got to miss it. You got to love it, and you got to miss it. But no, it does look. Good. From what I've seen of this match, it looks good. Um Eighteen minutes around about to this one, but yeah, we did get new champs, which again I'm really happy with. I, I called the Elite, but
0: they didn't. I did. Oh, you did. Ah. Yeah, I was gonna say. I've, I'm thinking, what much we all disagree on? And there wasn't that many. I mean. We
1: disagreed on that, and then we disagreed on the Christian Cage younger boy.
0: Yeah, I can't believe you did that.
1: But what the? Well, I just thought that if Christian Cage is just coming back, it depends how much also, longer they wanted I, to carry on for. But but but,
0: but then when I thought about it afterwards, I'm thinking, oh shit, saw us sent back.
1: Yeah, exactly. There was there was other things that could have been at play, but yeah, this one, I just like I said, like I wanted House of Black to win. I think they needed it, and again, I know it's a weird thing to say, but they need to win these these titles that you know probably fifty percent of fans care about, and the others could care, you know, take it or leave it. Because it is mainly it's just about the quality of the matches and the story at the end of the day. Like the belts are just a um, a prop, really. Mm. In in order to, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but like they are, you know, the the person makes a title. The title doesn't make the the man or the woman, does it? So, you know, in this instance. It's nice to see... I guess, like, in this, it's, it's a kind of reassurance that, right, okay, right, House of Black are champions, so we're going to see, you know, they're going to have a more prevalent role. And I think a lot of the time, that's what people mean when they're saying, like, oh, so-and-so deserves it. Because, you know, H- House of Black... just Well, Malachi, in general, when he first debuted, big buzz around, the, you know, with Cody and stuff, and then...
0: Because we didn't expect it to be that quick.
1: No, and then it all just kind of, like, fizzled out after Cody, and then... You know when Brody comes in, buddy. Well, buddy, buddy, and Brody comes in, and then the, it took a long time for Julia and stuff. And yeah. yeah, that
0: didn't help when it took about six months for that turn to happen. No,
1: that's what I mean. And I like certain things that take a long time, but then sometimes it doesn't need to. But you don't need a long, you don't need long term storytelling for every story you're telling.
0: No.
1: You know, that, and I think that's the problem for me. Why well, I can't watch on a week to week basis anymore because there isn't enough happening week to week. Like I said, like you could you could watch one week, tune in four weeks later, and you're not really any further forwards. Oh, really? You know, so you, you, you can afford to miss it, providing that you don't mind missing some good wrestling, because that's what AEW really provides on a week-to-week wrestling show, is the good wrestling. Um, And it's a shame, because I was all about AEW, especially at the beginning, and it is one of those things, like maybe as fans, we <laughs> people say it's a bit fickle, you know, because you're tossing turn on people, but again... I, I will always take it back to... I've only got... I've got finite amount of time in the week. All time is finite anyway. Right? But there's a finite amount of time that I have... Outside of other things I have to do with my life... Where I can enjoy wrestling. Because that's the, the key there... Is I want to enjoy wrestling. And I don't want to just watch wrestling... Because oh well, I've got to watch this show... And then we can shit on it on a podcast... Or oh I'm going to watch this because blah, blah, blah. I want to watch what I'm enjoying. Right? Yeah, definitely. And, that, and the thing is for me... Is that WWE picked their game up so much... With the Triple H stuff... And everything over there just becomes so much better. That now takes up most of my time again, which is mad. Because a year ago I wouldn't have said that. A year ago I was I was literally on this podcast saying about how they're not even like a wrestling company anymore.
0: Yeah, I remember those days.
1: WWE is like an alternative to pro wrestling because it just wasn't a wrestling product. Whereas now, it's just it it's got it's just got the sweet spot. And I know. We're in WrestleMania period and everything. In WrestleMania season on the run up to that, but you know. AEW just drops off a bit for me. But if you want good wrestling and you just want to watch good wrestling, it is there. And this show is proof of it. Um, Really quickly going through the others. Jamie Hayter defends uh, the women's championship in the three way. Of course, the big story coming out of that is Ruby Soho turns heel at the end.
0: Yeah, so much for your nice friend to turn heel two weeks later. She's still really nice.
1: (laughs) But that was a big story there. And of course that was the point was hammered home on dynamite where she um, turns on Willow. Well, I didn't turn on Willow, but she attacks Willow. So Ruby Soho officially healed. And Jamie Hater is the champion. Really quick note on that as well, just to say about the long-term storytelling thing, that's a case in point there. How long people were waiting for Britt to turn on Jamie, and it felt like, okay, now it's going to happen because Jamie's taken the title and Brit was the main one of that. Yeah. But now Brit's a face and this whole thing. And again, it's like, oh, is it ever going to happen? No one knows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now someone I can't believe it, I forgot be Brian Zane had, gave me the idea of they might do a woman's blood and guts
1: yeah they could do I'm up for that
0: but who's going to join with Rebel because Rebel's got to be involved right even though she doesn't wrestle that much
1: yeah Rebel will be in it they'll just they'll bring somebody will not they someone will yeah. debut or... and
0: then, of course there's many ex-WWE women's wrestlers that can join exactly t- with Tony and uh, Soraya and Ruby
1: the guns Retained, which we said in the uh, in the tag match. Uh, Orange Cassidy, Danhausen. Obviously, they were the ones that went into the match, and um, n- n- I never saw that coming. Just off the no, off the back of it. I don't. It's nice to see Danhausen. Actually, I think that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was Danhausen's first match on pay per view.
0: Uh, he did a pre-show, didn't he? With Huff? on pay per view. On pay per view, no.
1: So there you go. So that was his first one.
0: And then yeah, if, to tell you what though, it was nice that he didn't have a, like a, a squash match, like he usually for us. And from what I've seen,
1: I haven't seen much of the the match itself. But yeah, the guns. And of course we said about FTR. So FTR, of course, debuted. Day, well, FTR returned on Dynamite. Yeah. Looks like they are going to go for the, these titles now.
0: T- I tell you what, that kind, it kind of because internet, internet can ruin you as a fan.
1: Oh, internet can ruin you in general. But <laughs> that's, that's why i take so many social media breaks
0: So re- wrestling in general <laughs> could just ruin really, because it's like i think it might have been the friday or saturday before the show uh i'm just gonna say it was austin going because it was one of them anyway and it's usually austin that says we don't like str as a shoot <laughs> and then like the next day it's like ftr plan would be to take the, of the guns and then obviously on a sunday it was like they come back and it's like oh you kind of
1: I think, though, no, that's where you have to take it into... It's your own responsibility to stay off social media. So
0: I, when it says, like, things like, so-and-so is it, um might be... This this person could be near, like, the rumble. It's like, I don't look at that. Or, like, the plans for, like, certain things. I don't... I... When it's things like the spoilers for, like, Rampage or, like, Dark thing, I go, even though it's going to be, like, a big name against a nobody and they're going to win, it's like, I'll just have a look anyways. But, nothing... To me, nothing really happens on those fucking. Downs.
1: No, they're not meant to, though, are they? It's just uh, again, if you've got the time to watch them and enjoy them again, fair, fair play.
0: I'm like, and sometimes there'd be a rampage match. Was like, uh, but so like Eddie Kingston versus Ortiz, or whatever. I'm thinking it might be a good match, but I don't care. Nah. Keith Lee returns, uh, great, but I know he's going to look old with his haircut.
1: And again, uh, it's another thing. It was jarring the Keith Lee thing mm. because I was like, Jesus, he's aged. Yeah. But, like you know, but it's, it, it's surprising like what a bit of product can do. But at well, the Uncle same time, Uncle ben. But I'm not
0: sure if that's racist or not when people keep comparing to Uncle Ben. Well,
1: I don't maybe think just, it is. I think that depends on how you interpret it. Is it, it?
0: Maybe it's just me thinking whenever I see it go. Mm, they both got. They both look the same.
1: I think with Keith Lee, the issue more is again. It's it was sort of it's his body okay again like like the wardrobe thing let him do what he wants it's mm. his natural hair color if he doesn't want to dye it anymore fine mm. <laughs> it's his choice but it was just it's i think because it was such a drastic change because it really has aged him
0: it has i didn't think it was- like it's
1: aged him so much to the point where i was like it doesn't even look like the same person
0: No.
1: Uh, from, from when it does like the long distance like hard cam shot Again, I don't know. I might be asking a bit much, and I'm probably being unreasonable. But I feel like sometimes, and they may have already done it, in all fairness, and I haven't seen it. But um, it needs some sort of explanation.
0: I think he has said it, but I don't. don't just didn't see why.
1: Okay. And again, not not because he needs to explain to the fans like why he does what he wants to do with his own body, but it's just something like that was like wow, you know, like if you are just if you're a kid or something, you just see that you're going to be like, what happened? Like I'd be scared as a kid. Mm. It's like car you don't want to be away from resting too long you you start yeah, your age, you age at triple the, the speed.
0: Yeah, you had a ring rust, but hair rust. <laughs> <Because> yeah Literally <laughs> <laughs>
1: The hair rust of Keith Lee. And then of course, yeah, Ricky starts fit Jericho, um, which we both got wrong.
0: Yeah, because we thought like most people, that someone was going to help Jericho. That isn't part of the
1: well, they did. The, the, Sammy Guevara ran down to the I ring, so I don't really understand why I that happened. I don't understand that at all, as well. It's like because that surely that's a DQ,
0: it should be. As long as it's
1: only, I mean, I, I know he didn't actually do anything, but because again, and, and we're, we're being a bit sort of you know, we're being oh, look at us wrestling fans, we got to. A... To pick holes in everything, but, I, but it is. But why have the stipulation and just ignore it?
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, but, I'm sure they've done that. with Jericho, he's just been back ringside. They've been in the crowd. No, oh, uh, yeah, that that counts. That's fine. And it's heel, it's, for heel, it's it, it, you go oh boo and, but yeah, it kind of works. But
1: but I think because Action Andretti was there as well, like that gave the impression maybe Action Andretti Andretti is gonna. I'll oh, say it in a minute. Action Andretti mm-hmm. is going to do something too. Um, maybe they want you to think that and they're sort of slowly building towards a heel term. Not that JAS needs another member.
0: There's too many people
1: in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but yeah, Ricky Starks now 2-0 up on yeah, cause uh, Jericho. F- yeah,
0: because everyone, because f- I don't know who it is said it, but someone says like, Jericho feuds go in reverse. mm. And who is was it? I think Shivani in commentary says like not many people beat Jericho two two matches in a row. I'm thinking Orange Cassidy, Moxley. Well, the Hang thing Man, that's the thing though, it,
1: it didn't really do much for Orange Cassidy long to well, it didn't not, not immediately after yeah. anyway. Also,
0: I'm pretty sure the reason why Jericho left WWE in the first place with for reasons like this opening the card, losing. To put people over. I'm pretty sure that's what he said he left the be brief for.
1: I don't think that's... It. No, I, I think that's a huge paraphrasing going on there. That's... I think he, he wanted... it was I, I thought he said it was more to do with just creative freedom in general. And he was able to... Able, like, he realised how much fun he had but when he was allowed he... to go and do the show in New Japan. But
0: hopefully... Starks goes on to something else. That's better, but I don't think it has. I think they continued on Dynamite.
1: But that, but well, that's the problem is that, like, you've got the TNT title that should be something like that. But again, it's you know maybe maybe the resurgent for the All Atlantic. I don't know.
0: An MGF needs a new challenger soon. I mean, but he's already had a match with Starks. So
1: the thing is, if there was more stories like that, where you can have a good story and it doesn't have to be over a championship. It's fine. Mm. But I suppose, you know, with uh, Powerhouse Hobbs as the champion now you would think Ricky Starks and Hobbs is imminent for the TNT title, but I guess we'll see.
0: Well, we've already had that few like, like what was that? That was all out, Yeah, but
1: it? it's but now you've got a championship involved, haven't you?
0: And that was, what, five minute squash that like we thought was going to help Hobbs, but really it helped Starks quicker than it did Hobbs.
1: Well, we we, we mentioned it the other day, but Look what happened to Brian Danielson. 18 seconds. Mm. Sometimes it can go the other way, but it's still fruitful.
0: Was that every match we've done?
1: That's every match from AEW Revolution 2023. Wow. So um, I will go and watch the whole thing at some point. But again, I, I've got to do... My, my priority is the Ironman match, if I'm honest, and then um, probably the six-man tag. and um uh, us death,
0: probably for me. I'm not, uh, do you know what's funny? Do you remember when... Mox- I've seen most
1: of that, to be honest. Yeah, I've seen most
0: of it. But do you remember when Moxley and um, Omega had that unsanctioned match and people thought, oh, that was a bit too much? No one's saying the same thing about this Texas death.
1: Yeah, but 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 people know now what they're, yeah. they're expecting a bit more. Although AEW is still finding the footing, like I said, that match doesn't feel out of place now in AEW. It felt out of place... It felt, out of place is wrong. It felt strange when they did it, on that first one between Omega and Moxley, because we weren't used to seeing that on mainstream television in the west on a wrestling product that's all it was i don't think it was i, I really enjoyed it for what it was i can see why some people might be concerned with it and blah 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 but again if you can figure out what sort of what you're going to do as a company if you if if every match was like that and that's a company you are that's fine if not every match is like that then you there's no point even having texas deathmatch or calling it whatever because it will mean nothing right they called it a Texas death match, so you've got to have a death match. There's got to be barbed wire. There's got Otherwise, if you're going to market it as a death match and you don't bring those things in, you're going to be disappointed.
0: But my thing is, because when it's like um, any other hardcore type match, you don't want to see the same weapon shot over and over again, because it loses its um, value for me. Like
1: The people that are going to enjoy those matches, though, are the people that want to see violence. And oh, that, I mean, that's what that's for. You
0: know, you know it's going to be violent, but... Do more than just barbed wire and, like, a table with barbed wire and wrapping barbed wire around yourself, and then... I, for some reason, I thought... I like... feel like the, if you repeat that back to yourself, right?
1: Do more than just barbed wire. Do more than just hitting... So, do more than just wrapping barbed wire on yourself. But think about what you're saying, though, there for a second, because you're... Like, is that not enough for our entertainment?
0: Well, I'm expecting, like... You know
1: what I mean? Like, we're talking barbed wire. Like, guys are putting themselves through... Barbed wire and but, but all the other, and it's like no, no, way, no, 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 wait, wait, wait! You should do more.
0: <laughs> you can't really say there's that. There's more man. than just bar. You can do more than just barbed wire spots. There's like you got chairs, candlesticks, thumbtacks, even. I get, yeah, I remember, get what you're remember, saying. Remember,
1: remember thumbtacks? I get what you're saying, but I just think it's, it's I don't know. It's tricky. It's a tricky sort of thing, isn't it? Like it, the real kind. Of, I say the real. Like if you if you want to watch like proper deathmatch wrestling. There are promotions out there that specialise in deathmatch wrestling. When you are a... Do you know what I liken it to, right? It's like GTA Five. Go on. So, GTA Five, massive game. Obviously, it's been around for about 200 years. And, you know, it's it's easy to lose sight of it because of how long it's been out and everybody wanted a new one and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. it is a really, really good game. It's a great game, GTA Five. right?
0: I prefer 4. Okay, but
1: regardless, it's a great game. It's a great game. But I'm so just there you go. Four,
0: four me. But GTA
1: different. Five is a great game. But within that game, you can do lots of other things. You can play golf. There's racing. There's um, uh, what else in it? Not bowling. I'm thinking of four now because you've yeah, thrown me a Nico. Carson, let's go bowling.
0: We could do pool, can't
1: pool, you? Um, tennis. Tennis, yes.
0: You've golf. got all of these.
1: Golf, I said golf. So you, jumping. you've got these ones. You've got all these little mini things you can do in there. Is it the best golf game you've ever played?
0: No.
1: Is it the best tennis game you've ever played?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Is it the best racing game you've ever played?
0: It's more fun. But it's
1: not the best wrestling game right. I've ever played, right? But the point is, is that having all of those things in it makes it fun and varied. Where I'm, the, the point I'm <laughs> making is that you've got companies like AEW and even WWE to that degree where there's got to be something for everybody, right? So, yeah, AEW puts on a deathmatch. It's not going to be the best deathmatch you've ever seen. If you want that, go to someone that specializes in deathmatch. Like if you want a proper golf game, go to a proper golf game. But the idea is, is that you've got these different things within it. They're enjoyable, but nothing's ever going to be perfect because it's their, their focus isn't like particularly on that one thing. And that's what, the the biggest thing where WWE will get them, especially at the moment, because of the how the booking's gone on creative, is it's the story. The story is where WWE's at. So WWE's all about that story, and they can call on past catalogue. They can call on the history and everything to really, really amp that up. Whereas AEW, it's not their fault, but they don't have as much history they can call back on yet, because they're still quite early days. So they're having to rely on these guys pushing forwards and forging their own path and and making that history as they go along. And again, sometimes I just think you know, they've got to try new things and it doesn't always work out. Mm. Like the MMA thing, Wardlow and Hager. Tried it, was bad, moved on. (laughs) Hopefully they're not going to go back to it.
0: Bye-bye, deathmatch.
1: But that's what I mean. But these ones are entertaining people. People do like to see this stuff. So that's 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 the point, really, is that like, look, it's probably not gonna be the best thing you've ever seen. But for a lot of people, they're going to enjoy that. And there are are people that just watch AEW and let's not pretend that they don't exist because they do. Mm. There are people that will only watch AEW and I think that's awesome because then if they've got a hardcore fan base, WWE's got a hardcore fan base. Yeah. The GCW has a hardcore fan base. You know, if you want to talk about that, GCW's not all deathmatch, but they certainly are going to be one of those that you'd you'd probably put up there as like, yeah, they're they're quite synonymous with deathmatches. Not so much at the moment or in recent time, but like they their death matches are really good because it's kind of their thing
0: it's like um, do you know what you you say about hardcore fans one of my favourite comments about whenever I see people whenever I see like what culture or or wrestling or like whatever Facebook page I've got and they say result MDF beats uh, Brian I always look at comments to see what people think because it's usually funny like and one of the comments on one of them was... Ah, oh, this match... You get comments like how oh, good the match is, how good the match is... And you get the one person who goes... Ah, oh, this match is shit. And then the comment underneath it is like... I bet you didn't even watch the match, did you? <laughs> it's Like, we should
1: probably... We've been saying this for ages... But we really should do... An episode on the wrestling fan. I've wanted to do it for a long time because... Like, I really do this is sad and i appreciate that it's sad but i really do think a lot about like where where are we all at really collectively as a wrestling fan base like because it's so strange that it's it's so tribal yet so unified like wwe shit aw shit and it's you know it's so it's proper tribalism but at the same time it's like i've said before outsider comes along oh wrestling's fake everybody's immediately like they come together like an autobot yeah (laughs) like (laughs) and everybody just is straight on him but we'll have to do something on that at some point but yeah it's um it's good it's it it looks like it's a good show but uh, again week-to-week product not so much if we're going to talk about week-to-week products, Ash, we should do it now, because we're about an hour-ish in, almost an hour in, yeah. to the episode. We do need to, because I really want to talk about a couple bits from Monday Night Raw. Go ahead. We Well, I mean, straight away then, let's talk about Jey Uso, oh, Sami yes. Zayn. Spoilers for anybody that's not seen Raw, I will say it now. We don't tend to do that normally, because if you've gone to the, I mean, there will be a description of what we discuss in the description, but um the for the episode the description, yeah. description within the description. Uh but you know if you haven't, the storyline's been so good. I don't want yeah. to I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it's yeah, better than talk- all of AEW put together. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the best thing in wrestling right now. It is the best thing in wrestling. Subjective, right? but it is for yeah. us.
0: Yeah. But you you know what people are like I said, people like this. <laughs> exactly. But
1: yeah. you haven't even watched it. But you haven't even seen it. Now, go on, what's the uh what's your take on it? Cuz I I loved I loved
0: the contrast in emotions in the space of a minute.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Cuz I it was what it was Sammy versus Jimmy, right?
1: I was going to say just talk us through what's what happened and how it happened. Because
0: on the smackdown before Roman was like you've got to get Jay back with the line otherwise it's probably going to it's going to cost you. He said it to Jimmy?
1: Yeah.
0: So on Raw Jimmy versus Sammy, I believe it was. I believe Sammy won because Jay distracted Jimmy. And then Jimmy comes up to, walks up to uh, to Sammy and basically hugs him like in the crowd, the crowd pop is massive. And Jimmy just looks like, oh, I fucked up here. I, I, I don't know what to do. This this is the end of my career, and Ram is going to destroy me. And then yeah, Sammy's like, I've got my 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 friend with me because Kevin Owens doesn't want to help me. And then Jay, Sammy,
1: and there was such a build up of tension as that was happening mm. because the crowd pops so hard when they hug
0: because
1: mm. Jay and uh, Jimmy have that stare down in the ring and Jay. It's little things with Jay that are so huge, but like when he's grabbing hold of the of of Jimmy's shirt, of his vest, and he's like scrunching it like it looks like he wants to rip it off him.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought he was gonna do.
1: But it's also but there's so many different ways you can read and interpret it, and none of them are wrong. Because that's the whole point. Like it's like a good story sometimes, like it's just how you interpret it. And I still think there's still a bigger story at play. But he does that and he walks straight past Jimmy, like you said, goes to the outside. Hug, Sami Zayn. The crowd goes absolutely mental for this one. And um, yeah, super kicks him. And the betrayal. But I'll be honest, I still think, because obviously this looks now as though this is going to lead to, uh, for definite, that it's going to lead for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos for the titles. Yes, But I don't think, but like you said, going back to what Reigns said on SmackDown, this could be Jay's way of, of taking down the bloodline. It could be. He's going to do it from within. Th- because it will be easier to do it from within.
0: The one thing I will say about the same one, it felt like it was a... I want to say this was a week too early.
1: I. This is one of those... Like we've said for a lot of this storyline, is that you know like we've, we've been really happy to just sit back on this one and let things play out. The only sort of thing that was a little bit of a, a blip for me was just... Again, it kind of just felt a little weird at the chamber, mm. but uh, more just the ending, like I say, which they can't—they've explained away with you know Kevin Owens is still not happy with Sammy and stuff, and that makes more sense overall and everything. But just at the time, it felt a bit strange. Um, the only thing is though... They- I'm see, I did see a lot of... And this, again, you've got to take social media breaks because I just can't be doing it. <laughs> but I see so much. And again, it's everybody's p- opinions is absolutely valid. But there's a lot of people that have turned on this already. Yeah. Because they're saying, oh, now are you going to say this is the best thing ever? Like, they're coming out of the woodwork, like, they were quiet for the whole time to be like... Um, not, not necessarily everybody was. Probably some people have been really vocal about it from the beginning. Like, no, this really isn't that good, blah, blah, blah. Again, that's fine. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But... Again, they're attacking people now that, some of them, attacking people that have been enjoying the storyline. Like, oh, you still think this is the best thing ever? It's like, look, I think what people are missing the point of is that a good story is supposed to have these twists and turns. A good story, if you read any book, right, and the protagonist is the person you get behind... Well, Wally? <laughs> yeah, Wally, yeah, <laughs> if you can find him. But the protagonist is the, the person you get behind in any any story... And the point of it is you want them to succeed in the end but they have to overcome hurdle after hurdle there has to be so many challenges and they have to go through tragedy they have to go through pain they have to go through they have to they, they have to go through all of these different things on their journey that stops them from progressing because mm. they have to overcome a new obstacle and every time they're they're about to get something and you're like oh they're finally going to get it and then something else happens you need that this is just another one of those stories, the story we've not done yet. Still it was are, supposed what? to make people sad and that is exactly what it did. Yeah. So if you feel upset, if you feel angry, if you feel betrayed, that's the point. That was exactly what the that's exactly what was shown to you was a betrayal. That's the whole point of it. And yeah. I just I can't and this is where I think sometimes and I do agree when people say look, as wrestling fans we we, we think we know what we want and we don't. A lot of the time, and I do believe that, and that's why I say, like, I try not to armchair book things, but it's, it's difficult to not fantasy book things when you love wrestling because you are going to think about how you want to see things happen. Mm. It's perfectly normal and perfectly fine, but you cannot let that get in the way of enjoying something, especially when it's been so good.
0: The reason why I think it was a week two is because we got three weeks of Mania, and mad... I'm not upset that Kevin Owens didn't help Sammy. Cody makes sense because obviously he's feeling with Roman and it's the bloodline. But... the I don't know how much longer they can have Kevin Owens not help Sammy. Maybe maybe SmackDown might do things for it, but...
1: We'll see. There's still, but like you said, there's still like a few weeks left.
0: I kind of wish Roman was there, though.
1: I liked not seeing Roman I too like, much.
0: And I like Roman not being there every week, like we said about... In a weird way, about how you don't want to see Edge every week. No. You don't want to see Brock every week. It
1: feels like a bigger deal when they come out. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Look, for, for people that don't like it, again, it's up to you. It's all subjective. Something for everybody. But, um, you know, I, I would just implore people that might think that, that did enjoy the storyline until maybe that happened. I would just implore people to just t- take a step back and realise, like, look, the emotions you're probably feeling is exactly what you're meant to. The story's not over.
0: Do you think people still believe it's um, real?
1: <laughs> it's, but that's what's mad about wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's what's t- so wild about it. Like we know that outcomes are predetermined. We know people are working together to put on a show for us, but it doesn't change the fact that like it's it is still one of the only things in the world where you kind of you actively, willingly want to be conned because like you you want that suspension of disbelief. And it is the same like when people say draw the similarities to films and stuff. It is the same. Like, you go and watch a film. I don't want to be in there watching the film the whole time being reminded like I'm watching a film. Like, you want to be lost in it. You want to be lost in that movie and you want to enjoy it and you want to enjoy what goes on, the story and everything else. And wrestling is exactly the same. Like, you just want to get lost in it for a little while and just enjoy it. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, if you're going to get invested into a long term story, that means, unfortunately, <laughs> you're going to have to deal with a little bit of heartbreak. Yeah. Because you can't have a story without it. Otherwise, what's the point? There's no reason to root the baby face.
0: Uh, it's like, um, imagine if the next Avengers movie, Spider-Man turns.
1: <laughs> Spider-Man turns. Well, I mean, they. <laughs> to be honest, though, at the moment, MCU's on their decline, aren't they? But
0: Well, we'll see. We've still got Guardians to come.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see.
0: Do you know what? I, I think of the, I've been thinking, like, WWE for years was like DC... And then AEW came Marvel. Now Marvel is not doing too great. And DC might be on its way up.
1: Yeah. That's,
0: <laughs> but that's, then we see what Shazam does. Because that comes out next week. Yeah. Might be the first movie I've seen since Tolkien.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the first film I'm going to see. To be honest, actually, I, I think I do know what I'm going to see. But my first film that I'll have seen in the cinema for a, for a long time. Actually, probably since Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. No Way Home is probably going to be John Wick 4, which I'm holding out hope for that I didn't really overly enjoy 3, if I'm honest. I'm still clinging to, you know, like you cling to past glory. Yeah. Well, and I'm kind of doing that with John Wick 1, because John Wick 2 was okay. Like, I enjoyed it. I had a fun enough time with it. And John Wick 3, like, you know, the over-the-top madness of it all was was fun, but... It was still it was, too much of it. Was almost like a carbon copy of.
0: But that's the, That's, two, the, well, really. that's like the, the Matrix, Star Wars kind of in a way. A little
1: bit, but also you know, again, it had all those bits in the middle that didn't really amount to anything in the end. I think you know, like go, going through the desert and stuff was like, well, what was the point? Like it didn't.
0: You didn't need to anyway. He was in the desert. but was, was it a horse with no name?
1: Um, he's got a horse in this one, has not
0: he? He might do. I've seen. I've not. He
1: was in a horse on the third one. He was actually, weren't he? Yeah, he was out running the motorbikes. So, yeah. No, but fortunately, yeah, well, he, he didn't yeah, have the horse at that so point. So it's
0: like true lies, is it?
1: <laughs> but yeah, John I, Wick. I do um, John Wick for WrestleMania. That's what I want.
0: Does it, does, it, does it ruin it that he's kind of like... I think it was on a trailer said, like, John Wick is like the guy who's on... Does easy mode on every, like, first-person shooter game.
1: <laughs> no, that or he's got the aim bot. Yeah, but so he's, he's, they're, they're he's fun. More, they're, more, maybe he's a hacker.
0: As long as they're fun, who cares? who cares? That's it. That's
1: what it's meant to be, isn't it?
0: It's like um getting the sixth Scream movie come out. I think this week. I haven't cared about Scream since the first one. <laughs>
1: but again, you know, if you're going to be into it, you're into it. You mentioned DC. That's going to be my segue into John Cena.
0: Peacemaker.
1: The Peacemaker, except he did not choose peace on Raw did he he chose violence he woke up and he chose violence
0: which is peacemaker really
1: which is yeah, yeah exactly true to the character what did you make of this segment then? because this is what we all kind of was like okay right it, Austin Theory versus Cena seems like it's going to be the way they're going to go um, I like it. it it's this you know he said ages ago during lots of different interviews even with Chris Van Vliet he called uh, Cena Cena's his favourite wrestler yeah like legit um, which also kind of makes me feel old He's like, Oh, yeah, as a kid, I grew yeah. up watching Cena, and I'm yeah. like, Wow,
0: what? Hang on, how old is Oscar Fury now? 24, 25, early 20s. How long has John Cena been wrestling for? 20 years. That just, that just doesn't sound right, does it? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah,
1: but like it's 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 because it's still it's weird, but yeah, 20 years, 20, 20 years last year actually, because he debuted in 20, 2002,
0: yeah, 22, yeah,
1: After so now. yeah, but yeah, the um, the segment on Raw though. I will say, like Cena's obviously top of his game in terms of you know he's uh, <laughs> really putting theory down. But I will be honest about this one. This was another one of those ones where I I've always said this about a lot of Cena promos that sometimes I feel as though he's unnecessarily harsh towards a heel when the heel hasn't actually really done anything wrong
0: yet. That uh, you can say about The Rock did that.
1: But I'm but but. But, yeah, but the Rock had heelish qualities to him. Yeah, and the Rock would turn heel and face. So, like, you can carry the, you can carry bits from the, you know, from both runs over, can't you? Whereas Cena has been booked as a babyface for the best part of those twenty years, right? So, well, at least since two thousand and four, five. End of
0: two thousand and three, which is f- we'll say
1: two thousand and four.
0: Yeah,
1: onwards. So yeah, it's you know basically twenty years. So. Yeah, but what you you saw the whole segment?
0: Yeah, I watched the. Funnily enough, I watched the BT Sports YouTube uh, version because it had the whole segment.
1: Yeah, BT is always good for putting up the the main stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I had that one instead of like the WWE one because yeah, they curious. cut a lot. Yeah, and you know, like, it's like all the best lines, even when it is PG. <laughs> I know.
1: I mean, one thing I liked the the best part of that whole thing for me, in the in the in that segment was something cena said and it was that look for you it's a lose-lose like you either beat me and then you have to what was it live with yourself carry yourself around the back and blah 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 and you have to live up to whatever or i beat you and your career's done you're done yeah and i liked that because that was like that was so kind of close to home with how it felt like it actually was for a lot of people that challenged cena when they was not you know in the uh, quote-unquote rookie years, at least on the WWE roster. Yeah. You know, like Rusev and Bray, to a degree. Um, mean, uh,
0: a, a mania? Not a mania, but it was like, yeah. it was the for his first feud in the main roster was Cena.
1: But, you know, that I liked that. I liked that line. But I just felt that Cena was really... Like, what's Austin Theory really done
0: to be such a heel? Uh, well, he's getting sued by... A, Indie tag team.
1: Okay, what's John? <laughs> God's sake! What's Austin Theory done on WWE programming that really makes him that much of a heel? Because he's twenty four, and most wrestling fans are in their forty. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> it. Seen as, or, or, or
1: early to mid thirties. Seen as a boomer. I'll be honest. I I kind of almost. I don't know. Like I I couldn't tell. It's like Cena genuinely hot because of Austin Theory's hair comment. When he's like, oh, you, you're, holding like, that, that, you're holding that that holding that bald patch, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, it feels like. I don't know if it was me or did the bald patch get um, covered up a bit. It looked like it. Ended. Well, he does
1: comb it back. Yeah. So you could take some tips. What? What? But the, <laughs> I don't know. Cena just went in hard on him, and I was like, I don't know, man. That this feels a bit heelish to me because I don't think. I think the the thing is, like, I I get it. I I get what he's saying. Like when he's like, look, you haven't found yourself. You don't believe in yourself. But I just find that's a weird promo to, to to give to somebody on screen. Yeah. Like, because especially when Austin Theory's whole thing is that he has recently reinvented himself. Mm. And so, like, we're, you know, if you would have said that to the previous Austin Theory that was still coming out with selfies and he was getting beat loads and stuff, I'd buy that promo more. But I just think this was really. It just. I don't know. For me, it just felt really weird. Like I feel like we we're already moving in that direction where he's reinventing himself. Like he's grown his beard out. He's become more. He did. He did. I will say. Well, losing the cash in did help. Yeah, it helped massively. And again, and people thought that was going to bury him. Exactly, and that's what I mean. You just got to wait things out. Sometimes uh, that's what I'm learning with the Triple H regime, anyway.
0: Well, Triple H, you no, know, because. Do you know what the funny thing about... Oh, no, come on. Triple H oh,
1: wait, wait. absolutely booked this to make it in his best interest but I'm just going, I'm going
0: by his... The, Triple H, the the curtain call incident. everyone goes, oh, he got buried, he got buried. He was in the Continental Champion three months later. You call that burying? Yeah, but it still took three months. Yeah, but it's not like he didn't win a title. Or didn't. Win but a... Well,
1: yeah, but in terms of he was meant to win King of the Ring.
0: He was to win King of the Ring, but it wasn't like he didn't do anything until he won King of the Ring the next year. He won a lot. It's like, no. but he was Michael's boy, his boy toy. <laughs>
1: his boy, he was Michael's boy toy. Uh, I don't know. but um, they just, it felt like one thing Cena said real quick there when he mentioned like you're in the ruthless ruthless aggression period right now,
0: yeah, I was like,
1: yeah, that's cool, that's spot on.
0: But it's almost like they got a game to promote, but yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah, that I
1: immediately was like, okay, right, that's 2K23's plug. But, um, um, so I, there was there were bits of it but it just I don't know like it felt
0: some bits had the feel of the Roman Reigns promo it did yeah 2016 was it yeah yeah yeah
1: definitely but that was different as well because Reigns was pushed as a face
0: yeah but now he can do now he can do his job <laughs> what, now he can yeah
1: <laughs> I just it, did, it just felt weird and also because it was such a quick turnaround he's like no then all of a sudden, you know, Austin Theory calls him bold. Then Cena goes on a massive tirade, absolutely buries him on the mic. One thing I want... And then, and then he's like, oh, actually, I'll never give up on the fans, so let's see what they say instead. Yeah. They say, like, well, why didn't you ask them to begin with?
0: The one thing is, does this need, <laughs> does this need the US title? For can the US it, title? Can it can it just be a, can it be a non-title match? Or does it because it's a champion?
1: No, you've got to have it. If it's the champion in the match, you've got to put the title on the line. You've got to put the title on the line. and I and I think that's even more of a, uh, a giveaway, or, or, or well, that's that's even more of an affirmation that theory will win. I like to think so, and, and I, I think Cena
0: would be. I, can you imagine if Money in the Bank Cena's there <laughs> as your <a> champion?
1: <laughs> Honestly, this is a this will be a big moment, and I, I, you know, I know it was all just on screen. I'm sure behind the scenes. Like the two probably come really well. This is Austin Theory's favorite wrestler. It's just there, there's something sometimes about Cena Primos that like I know they're supposed to come across as like, you know, in a really good way. But sometimes I just like I don't think that they do.
0: Well, I hope it's not like the the like Shawn Michaels Bret Hart or the Shawn Michaels, um, Hogan situation where oh you can say this, but backstage I'm going to tell the backstage the the higher ups that I don't like this. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. I, he, he's burying me.
1: But, but, that, but that's the only thing. Like, he kind of has to, in, in, in a way, like, which I get. Like, if Cena comes on there and he's, he's instantly putting Austin Theory on the same pedestal as him, that makes no sense. Like, John Cena's career and the dominance that he's had mm. at the very top of the card for as long as he was there for when he was full-time and, you know, active every week um it would be mad to for him to put theory on his level so I, there must be some sort of degree to it i just think it was the delivery for me just felt a little harsh for Austin theory because again like in a real life scenario and i know that's you know, know that's it's silly because we're talking about wrestling but again in a real life scenario if you're looking at a kid like that and you're going right you're in the you're in the stage that i was in once upon a time and that didn't work out for me and i had to really buckle up and da 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 to become what i became Um, real life scenario is like look you're obviously not surrounded by the right people that's going to help you so we can correct that mistake and I'll help you but instead Cena's just like immediately brushing him off and that's what I mean like if you read between the lines it's like right Cena's come back for his big moment Oh, I'll never give up on the fans and I'll never Cena was the one the very same person that delivered all these promos against the rock during that about like oh I'm here every week and you're here via satellite because I care about these fans And Cena wants to cut the same style promos. Now he is the rock. He is. And again, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And I mean, genuinely, there's nothing wrong with that. He's moving on with his life and doing something different. Amazing for him. Go and follow your dreams. But the point is, is that he's cutting the same style promo. And it's like, I don't know, man. It just, uh, just, I don't know. I, don't know. I really want theory to win, anyway. But I, I really I like Austin do, Theory.
0: And I want to. Re- I want us to be. I, I want every match, uh, every like, big show, whatever, to be really good. I because uh, WrestleMania now is two days. I'm wondering what day it's going to be on because can, day one seems to be like the best day now. You want to be on day one because it's been. that's the, uh, min- yeah. that's been the best day since they've been two days.
1: Well, that was uh, no, that was argued last year. Day one was my favorite last yeah. year, but. A lot of other people said day two. So again, it just depends on your preference. Because
0: uh, um, you kind of have all the big matches on one day. There's no way. It's like having a mid-card.
1: Well, in theory, they should all be big matches for WrestleMania.
0: Well, yeah. Well, in theory, he should win.
1: Well, in theory. Because that's what you are. In theory, <laughs> you should be the best. I don't know, man. It's just me. I I, want, I do I do want to say, I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there now, I do like Cena. It's great seeing him back in this, you know, he's going to have a role at Mania, and hopefully he's going to put over Austin Theory. And, hopefully. Yeah, because that's ultimately what I want out of it. I just want to see more stars. Like, we've, we've gone through such a long period of time where we've felt like we're really dragging our heels with like, oh, let's wheel out the next legend. And I like that. that's super disrespectful. I know I get that, but like, at the same time, like, come on! There's so many talented people there. Like, there's got to be more than there's got to be more stars. Definitely. There's got to be more stars. Like, you need that credibility. So, if Austin Theory beats Cena at WrestleMania. That's some credibility to put onto his name. Mm. And you know, we can really move that forwards. Hopefully,
0: I never, I never thought when I saw Austin Theory at Progress 2019. I think it was again, and he was against Trent Seven. And this is a guy who was, who before I saw him, I heard like this is the future of WWE. I never thought he'd have a WrestleMania match with John Cena. It's
1: wild though how things can turn out, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's like Brian Danielson. Just going back to him, but like he was the guy we'd always say like in Ring of Honor, amazing wrestler, but you can never see him being a WWE superstar. No,
0: you never and, then, him and his... then look at what happened. Yeah, you can say the same thing about Sammy and Kevin Owens. They just don't have to look to be. Know, we're going to Kevin Nash podcast territory we, About
1: <laughs> no, but a lot of people do. A lot of people do say that. Um,
0: but right, you it's because it's you look at the eighties and how massive everyone was, like other you know, like physiques and like the size. Nineties, it was a bit smaller. Two thousands, about the same. It's, well, the
1: the the change really came about in the new generation era, didn't it? Following the steroid, yeah. Trial because I think that was like the conscious effort to show that look you know we need to put emphasis on the smaller guys, Um but the preference has always been bigger. Look, like, I don't get why. Like if you've got these big, larger than life people, like that's a spectacle. Like that because that's the point, right? You want these superstars to be larger than life.
0: But going back to the
1: so they, the, so, there does need to be there needs to be a good variation of everything
0: because Roman Reigns would be a champion in the 80s with his look MGF would be a champion in the 90s for the new generation because of his size it's like I, that's a good thing
1: Austin Theory would have been easily in the the IC title mix yeah back then you know definitely on the workers uh the workman's championship but yeah I'm, I'm glad I mean it's good we're in a position now Uh, where these guys can, you know... Because, again, like, yeah, you look at how big a lot of these guys are, but how many of them were juiced up? And what's that done for them, really?
0: Well, yeah.
1: What's that, you know... Yes, we can look back on it and be like, oh, yeah, um, Warrior, one of the greatest of all time, blah, blah, blah. Like, in terms of, like, his appeal, he was absolutely... It's it's undeniable. Warrior was a larger-than-life persona. You look at the Warrior, that man was a brand of his own. Huge 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 like in every sense of the word but what what good has it done him cut his life prematurely
0: yeah it did look at um how many people have told stories in the past or in like wheelchairs
1: this is what i mean man Luger. what's do you know good let's let we don't get rid of it if you if you're a big strong boy and you're naturally a big strong boy great because that's the other side of it is that we kind of went through that period where it was like Oh, we don't want to see all the big men. So you see a big man come into WWE, for example, it's like, oh, another big man, Vince McMahon's got a boner, you know, and it's, it's you immediately, a lot of people are immediately going to be like uh, dismissive of them because they're the big guy. Yeah. But look how many of these big guys come in and they work.
0: Oh, now big, now big, you look at 80s big men and they were not allowed to be what they are now. Like Brian Cage and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs would not have the match in the 80s that well, like they now.
1: But no, well, I'll say this, right? So Powerhouse Hub works differently for me than some of the other... Because I think it's cool, really cool, when you see a big guy do things that you don't see a big guy do. Oh, yeah. Imagine. The first guy that jumps in my head... Guess him.
0: What, now? Nowadays? No, the
1: very first one. When I first saw it, I first, the first big man that I saw do something that I was like, a big man shouldn't do that. And I'm excluding Taker's old school, when he, you know, walking along oh, the road... Because Taker is, again, Taker's one of, one of those guys. If you go back and watch like what he was like as Mean Mark... I Mean Mark, he's very athletic. Athletic as anything, but he deliberately toned it all down for the Undertaker character, because it made sense. It you're not going to have this undead character doing all these, you know, I'm not going to call it flip-floppy, because he wasn't flip-floppy as like Mean Mark. But it, you're oh. not you're not meant to be athletic, because I mean, that, that doesn't fit that presentation of what you're Undertaker
0: getting Undertaker you did do some of that Mean Mark stuff.
1: But yeah. it was, yeah, but it was like sudden. Yeah.
0: It was like, but it was it was
1: like slow, methodical movements and like that out of like a out of a like, like a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> no, we're leaving Stephen in the past. Right. But no, the first guy that I ever was like, whoa, that's a big guy that does some shit he shouldn't be able to do. Brock, nah, earlier ECW. Baba, Mike Awesome, Mike Awesome, yeah, Mike Awesome, first guy, and I was like, damn, Mike Awesome, and then. Again, though, that nowadays, if you've got all the big men are trying to do it, A, they are going to mess up at some point and it's going to cost them big because oh, they're yeah. bigger guys, and B, look, it's just cooler when you see it every now and then.
0: I mean, yeah, because the funny thing about where, like, really Mack, Powerhouse, you get um, Brian Cage, Keith Lee, into, like, uh, Dominic Davakovich kind of but it's just it's moderation
1: and I know that sounds like the wrestling boomer but it's moderation if I see a big guy bust, bust out a moonsault once every few pay-per-views and I'm not seeing him doing it every single week yeah that's gonna make me pop more because I'm like oh crap yeah oh my god do, do you know what another case in point is for that I'm going off on a tangent now here we go right let's go back to Elimination Chamber 20 I'm gonna say 14 I might be wrong the Wyatts versus The Shield.
0: Uh, yeah, that was that show.
1: When Luke Harper did the dive through the ropes. Yes. I popped massive. I was like, God, Luke Harper's a big dude. All he did was a suicide dive through the ropes. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's crazy. No, yeah, he did do that a bit more, but he didn't do it, to my knowledge, I didn't see him do it all the time. No, he it busted was, it out every now and then. It
0: was a now and then thing. It's like... um. I saw that's
1: the difference that's Vader. the difference between the big book. yes Vader's a great example of that
0: there's a I can't remember what show it is but he does a moonsault he's going to do a moonsault onto David Boy Smith he moves Vader does a moonsault and lands on his feet Vader In was athletic as
1: hell man
0: uh, look, it's like what
1: you heard the story about Vader um, one time wanted to do a moonsault to the Undertaker oh. and he wanted Undertaker to catch him
0: into the uh, tombstone yeah
1: that, and it was his idea.
0: I know how it, forward thinking is that. I know take it, did tombstone once or twice. Yeah, Kane, but not not from <laughs> catching over three hundred pound plus man from a moonsault. Kane, <laughs> Kane could could probably done that because he was a big, big boy. but. Um,
1: but that's that's a thing, and you'll remember like and this Vader hasn't been active. Uh, well, obviously, you know, he passed away, but. <laughs> Before then, he's not been active for a long time. Did
0: you ever see... I'm going, but
1: that, we're still going to talk about yeah. him. Did
0: you ever see the video where, I think it's Brie, goes, oh, I can't wait to see Vader at the Hall of Fame. Vader's been dead for like two years.
1: Oh, no. Well, you know, like actually, stuff like that happens, yeah, we'll man. Go,
0: I want to go to the Hall of Fame thing, because we're about three weeks away. You want to go wait. to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I want to go to the Hall of Fame. Go on, I'll induct you. Mm. But we're four <laughs> weeks away. We've not had a single person said they're going in this year. I thought Batista. Well, that's not been officially announced yet, has it? Batista, Batista can do it, because obviously he was going to do it a couple of years ago. I think it was like 2021, but he said, no, I won't wait.
1: I'd love, I'd absolutely love if they half the, the inductees this year. Well,
0: they've done that thing now where it's like, um, they're in a Hall of Fame, but they don't do like um, the speeches. It's like... Um, they just put some in, yeah. it's Like Luna Fashon's in it, and it's like they didn't. Do that. that could have been like a proper thing. They, they had some yeah,
1: that's annoying because that's people that I'd like to hear from.
0: Gangrel could have told stories because
1: he married her. Ah, uh, see, Gangrel, get him in there. I think it's, they went so many years where like it picked up so much steam that obviously you know Vince obviously wanted to capitalize, and you know from a business standpoint it makes sense. But um, also, again, you, you just it got to the point where like certain people going in, it's like.
0: Oh, You know, not not to be harsh or anything, but like, you're like, really? But it's getting to that point now, it's like, who can go in that it's not already in? Because you say, this, be- yeah, this because person you go put in, so many,
1: already in. How many years worth have you had of the Hall of Fame, where, if you talk about the headliner, well, you've had like multiple people that could have headlined, and they've all been on the same one. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, to be like, actually, look at 05, because Hogan goes in as the...
0: Yeah, how are we going headline there? on that Piper. but you have
1: Piper Piper could have been a headline
0: yeah Orndorff
1: I'd say any I'd say everybody apart from Mr. T I'd say everybody from the first Mania match should be a headliner
0: yeah they could they could do what UFC does nowadays and have like um. they have a modern and they have the like the early days but they also have like matches and like special people like the like cutman or whatever and what they have like Women in there, but also, um,
1: Do you know what? That's you're onto something there. I wanted to, I want to go into that. You're onto something here. If you made the Hall of Fame a show, a wrestling show, this might be a, a universally despised idea, but you're gonna say universe, might <laughs> If you made Hall of Fame like and the matches that you had. Like, you, you know, you do like maybe three or four matches, but you bring in Hall of Famers that are still able to actively compete.
0: Yeah.
1: And that still do actively compete, like, because you don't want to ruin like a big, do you know what I mean? But like, you, Ricky Steamboat, for example. Yes. Steamboat will have a match. Easy.
0: Well, he, he did, didn't he? Was it MNFTR? Uh, I'm for sure he did. I'm sure that match happened. It was recent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, he wrestled near the Ric Flair last match. Because yeah. that's, why,
0: that's why he did it, wasn't it? But there's, there's so many matches. It doesn't have to be many matches that go in this Hall of Fame for matches. It could be any match.
1: Oh, you mean actually putting a match in the Hall of Fame?
0: Yeah. You could you could easily put like the first main event. Oh, okay. You could, oh, e- you could okay. easily put like, maybe a 10 ladder match. You could easily put... Well,
1: you're also onto something there as well because I like that idea. I thought you meant in turn the actual Hall of Fame event into a wrestling show where you have live oh, you matches. Could, you could that as well. Because they've got the ring there now. Yeah. But no, I like that. That's a and good I've, idea I've said, there.
0: I've said for a while, wouldn't it be great if join the Hall of Fame... You set up. A few, you didn't set up a few for like the next night of Mania or whatever. But you have how many times has someone who's active present someone into the Hall of Fame, and yet they cut to their opponent the next for like in character?
1: I think again. And they, 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 and get yeah. in the brawl so you can get the. I
0: but I not I, like Bret Hart getting beaten up by a fan.
1: Oh, that was yeah. bad. That was he got absolutely paced. Bret, Bret,
0: watch. I got you. M. MJF, yeah.
1: I, I I think that's a that's a good thing if it's done sparingly because if you did it every year it takes away from because the, the okay, I, and, I, and, I, and I suppose that's why maybe having matches at Hall of Fame is a terrible idea actually but like the, the the emphasis has to be on the Hall of Fame inductees right because you're meant to be celebrating their careers yes and they've earned this this prestigious um, award you know acclaim to be in the Hall of Fame. If you did it every now and then, and you'd have to reserve it for like your big heel. Yeah. Yeah, your big heel. So, um, for example, though, I mean, look, if there was anybody from the Anawai family that could go in this year, you could absolutely play that into the Bloodline stuff.
0: Well, the only one really is The Rock.
1: So, whenever that happens, how cool would that be? This is fantasy booking. The Rock is inducted. And Roman Reigns cuts him short. Do you know what they should do? Because Roman's the head of the table.
0: Yeah. I've I've had an idea. Go on. Have a match between two people that are not in the Hall of Fame and the winner gets put in the Hall of Fame and the loser never gets put
1: in. (laughs) This is WCW 2000. All right, Vince Russo. (laughs) Winner gets Hall of Fame. Do you know what they should do? They should have the, the loser is outed. From Hall of Fame. Do that at the it actual Hall of Fame, right? So you have two Hall of Famers have to go against each other and the loser is kicked out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but
0: cause sometimes it feels weird that... It's like, The Rock's not in that yeah, And he will be. But of that, course he will be. But Rikishi be. is in there before The Rock.
1: Yeah, but we, but we all... It's the same
0: way Kane got in before The Undertaker. I know, mean,
1: but I think a lot of that, though, with The Rock side of things, I think we all know now at this point as fans it's it's purely down to Rock's schedule. Hmm. And Taker didn't want to go in until... And that makes perfect sense for Taker. There was no sense in putting Taker in whilst he was still going to be wrestling. Because that's the, the whole point. Like he, he was sticking to the Undertaker character, the persona. As soon as you put him in the Hall of Fame and you're asking him to speak like a normal person and recall on all these times that he's had,
0: mm.
1: you're, you're looking at Mark Calloway and the, the mystique is, is gone.
0: Well, it kind of is now.
1: Well, it has now because he's, but he's wrapped up his career. He's yeah. retired. So that makes sense now. He didn't want to do it whilst he was still potentially active. So, yeah, it makes total sense. That's why you'd never see him at Mania. He even sat out in the crowd, he'd always be in the back. Yeah. But the Hall of Fame. Wonder who's going to go in. We're going to say Batista. Well, Batista's
0: uh, apparently been put through. But I go, who, because there's always a woman, and I'm thinking, was well, Stacey were put in? Stacey's not going in. Tori's in, is not in. Stace, Tory's in, isn't she? Tori's been in. Tori's in. Jacqueline. in. The, uh, Jacqueline's in. Ivory's in. Molly Holly? I think she's in. Beth Phoenix is in. Beth's in. Sable's the only one, really, because China China, well, is te- yeah, Sable. China is technically in because of DX, but also she can be put in as herself.
1: Sable is absolutely the only one left. Sunny's never going to happen. She already has. Oh no! Was when when the that same happen? year
0: as Shawn Michaels.
1: Was it? Mm.
0: Actually, going back to like oh. who, who the headline should be. Do you remember when Mick Foley was the first person announced? And but then it turned out he was never going to be the first the, the main event because um, Bruno <laughs> got... Yeah, because Bruno
1: it. got yeah, and again that that goes back to my point. Like Foley absolutely easily could have been a headline.
0: Yeah, he could have easily been. In.
1: But if you, but at the same time, look, you know, if Bruno's on there, you, Bruno's going to go in at, at the top spot. Cause if, I agree with that. For, for
0: for a few years, it felt like people who were connected to where the mania was involved, like the reason why Bruno was in, because they did it in Madison Square Garden.
1: Well, good yeah, because Foley always wanted to do it at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and you go well at, at New York.
0: Because Goldberg, Goldberg was in, but that's because he retired like the, the year after. But yeah. Texas, Texas in 25 you had uh, Stone Cold mm-hmm. this year's in Hollywood The Rock could easily go in
1: but he's got to be there for it though you know he's got to be there for it Yeah, you can't have him just accept it over satellite it won't mean the same and you, want quite, him, you want him there
0: for it, it also that's another reason why I think Batista's in But and then you got who's going to be the famous person to put in maybe the Maybe uh, Maria Menounas because she's Hollywood, but that—that's
1: what I mean. Like that, they <laughs> having a celebrity wing is is almost sort of handicapping yourself now because, you know, who else can you realistically put in? Like, because Mr. T, absolutely, I agree, should have gone Mr. in Mr. it.
0: Mr. T definitely should, absolutely should have gone in it. And Trump kind of had to because he was no, May twenty three, and no, it was, he didn't. Well, he was, <laughs> no, Mini, he didn't. But May twenty three was sold because of him, not the matches, not the. No,
1: ball. I don't. know. no.
0: Pete Rose deserved it.
1: Pete Rose absolutely deserved it. I would say Muhammad Ali.
0: Muhammad Ali, he's not in yet.
1: Muhammad Ali. He deserves to be in it. Absolutely. Pretty much everybody apart the first May- WrestleMania. May- even Mayweather. Uh, not yet.
0: Not yet, but he will be in there. Not yet. Motorhead.
1: Muhammad Ali. Motorhead, absolutely. Yeah. Limp Biscuit for that matter.
0: If Kid Rock's in it.
1: If Kid Rock's in it, Limp Biscuit and Motorhead absolutely should be in it. I know Limp Biscuit's not everyone's cup of tea, but Limp Biscuit was the WWE band yeah. during the early 2000s. There's, there's no dispute in it. But the trouble is, if you start going down that route, where does that end? <laughs> one day we'll see Hardy in there. <laughs> we'll end up with um, uh, Saliva. Fozzie should go in. Yeah. Um, Imagine Fozzie goes in and not Jericho on his own. <laughs> well,
0: that's another thing. Jericho, Jericho would definitely be in there one day. 100%. No matter what he says because every, every, Dustin Rhodes
1: isn't in it yet is he he's not in it no obviously yeah we're talking
0: AEW guys there but
1: no I'd say celebrity wise right now top of the list should be Muhammad Ali
0: Cindy Lauper in she's already in yeah that's that's the problem there's so many
1: they've done so many already so
0: many and they did a because it was king of the ring like 94 they did like and you know, then 95 they did a hall of fame and then they didn't do one for a few years that mm. like, no, for like, televised, so no one knew, like, no one knew that, like, Pat Patterson was a Hall of Famer until, like, 98, when he was Pat part of Stooges.
1: What about Finney Jones?
0: It's going to be emotional!
1: It's going to be emotional! See, the thing
0: is, I didn't know about that until I watched, <laughs> uh, until I had um, the Action Era podcast, because they did, um, they used to do, like, the UK shows for like, every... Man, and I had no idea that existed until then. Now everyone seems to know about it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> Vinny Jones, I I, a Brits will mix with
1: anybody. <laughs> my, my my top three, my wish list for the celebrity wing goes as follows: top three, Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Well, that All right, my top five after to <sighs> Muhammad Ali, Limp Biscuit, Motorhead, Vinnie Jones, mm-hmm. and then. I mean, it's going to have to be, yeah, that's the trouble. It might have to be somebody recent. Um, what well, about well, Chuck Norris?
0: Chuck Norris isn't, is he? No. And you don't, and if Drew Carey got in for one appearance, then Chuck Norris should.
1: Well, Arnie only did one appearance. He did he, more than he... one appearance,
0: but the the, one, the famous one is obviously the SmackDown appearance. Yeah. But he also did an appearance like on Raw like a year before he got put in. I don't know if you remember that one.
1: Mm not very vague, well vaguely but not really very well Hugh Jackman he'll go in it
0: yeah do
1: you know who it'd be, it'd be any celebrity that really had a good positive I thing. don't I don't know Mickey Rourke will probably no. end up in it because he was a part of a WrestleMania yeah what, although, although he completely misunderstood the whole point of wrestling yeah I don't know <laughs> I
0: don't know if this guy has of what his life is like at the moment but Lance Taylor main event of WrestleMania 11
1: That would be interesting, yeah. I mean, he... he, As a main event of Wrestlemania, like it or not, he probably should go in.
0: Yeah. And it's not a bad match, it's just... just, It was main
1: event. Yeah. It's always going to have that stigma. It was a main event when it had no right to be a main event of
0: Wrestlemania. I did have someone in my head that should go in as a celebrity because I'm sure someone did like multiple appearances.
1: Just off topic, because I think we should wrap this up now, but... um, In terms of a lady to go in, because I don't think she isn't yet, I've just thought of one. Lillian Garcia. She should go in. it. I think Lillian is top of the list now at this point. Yeah. Get Lillian in there. Chimmel. Chimmel. Chimmel's got to go in at some point. He was there
0: for 30 odd years.
1: He's got to go in at some point.
0: Why isn't there a referee in Hall of
1: Fame? Do you know what I was just about to say? Because Earl Hebner, like him or not, should go in it. He should. Tim White should go in it. Mike Kyoda should go in it. I was going to say Charles Chioda. Robinson, absolutely, should yeah. go in it. Gosh, you could do Patrick. loads. Nick Patrick.
0: Yeah.
1: Cool, we're on to something here. Leave the Hall of Fame in the us. You'll have matches. You'll have people beating each other up in, this, in the crowd. You'll have uh, matches being inducted. Referees being inducted.
0: Ring crew should be inducted.
1: <laughs> I'm going to make one bold prediction. Go on for next year's WrestleMania oh, dear. Hall of Fame I'm going to make it right here right now Rey Mysterio
0: Do you think this match with Dom which is going to happen it's going to happen
1: I think we need more of the I need to see more of a build to know whether or not this will be Rey's last match but I I called a while back that I think this could be Rey's last match against Dominic and Dominic takes his mask
0: I've got the but I got a feeling because they brought his Santa that it's going to be a tag with with probably... um,
1: No, 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 no. I don't think
0: they'll do one-on-one. But
1: if ray has gone after Mania, maybe Santos goes in to try and, you know, because Dominic will have effectively taken Ray's legacy and that's going to be a bad thing because Dom's the heel and Santos will be like the the face trying to be like, no, like I'm going to... Do you know what I mean? Because Ray's already passed his mask on to him. Yes. It kind of feels like we're already do you know what I mean? So Dominic actually physically takes the mask at Mania. But the symbolism is that Ray's already given his mask to Santos. Well did you see that? So you could have a
0: story go there. Did you see that Dom actually ripped the mask off on (laughs) SmackDown? Finally, yeah. (laughs) Oh man.
1: Well, look, we'll have more episodes between now and WrestleMania, of course, and WrestleMania weekend does look quite big. I think we're at a wrap for today. So we'd like to thank everybody for listening to the episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Again, if you're a new listener, hope you've enjoyed the episode. If you're a returning listener, still hope you've enjoyed the episode. Whether you're either or, we'd love it if you can leave us a five-star review,
0: which you can do on... Uh, pod, uh, Apple Podcast. Yep. Podbean. No. Spotify.
1: That's the one. Yeah. Five-star review. <laughs> Apple and Spotify. Uh, it's because we we're ho- we host from
0: Podbean. That's that's We host
1: from Podbeam, but we are on wherever, you know, I mean, you've listened to this, you've obviously already got a home for a podcast, but we're everywhere, really. Uh, YouTube, we'll have videos going up on there as well. Ash, uh, there's a poll up at the moment. Yes, there is. Which WCW show you're going to be doing?
0: Um, And if you want to vote, it's Starco 96, uh, New Blood Rising 2000.
1: The only New Blood Rising, wasn't it? But Yeah, Yeah, 2000.
0: Greed from 2001 and Great American Bash from 89.
1: Those are the votes currently, as of recording. Starcade '96 is winning, so Twitter is being nice to you at the minute.
0: It is because they
1: could—they could have. been... somebody voted greed, so somebody wants you to have a bad day.
0: And I voted personally, and I, and I love it. And I personally voted for New Bird Rising because
1: because oh. <laughs> you want you want yourself to have a bad day.
0: You had a bad day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. But yes, join us uh, next week we'll have another one we'll probably be looking at uh, well whatever we choose to do really we still got a couple more that have been shelved so we might be banging one of those out but we'll see what happens but yeah whatever you are doing and wherever you are in the world I hope you're having a great day do look after yourselves do look after each other and we will catch you in the next one
0: yes we will yes we will yes we bloody well we because well. it's been emotional oh there he is